Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to TMZ Live. Harvey Levin here. Charles here. So um, we put some pictures up uh, last night of Matthew Perry hours before he tragically died. Less than 24 hours, really. And the story we're about to tell you underscores what we have said from the beginning, which is that we heard from a lot of people. He was in a very good place mentally, physically, um, and he was living his life and the trajectory was upward. Right, and the uh, young lady who was sitting at the table with him at the Hotel Bel Air uh, on the day before, on Friday afternoon, around 2, 2.30. Um, they had, from all reports from people who were there, that uh, there was a very intense, not intense, but engaged conversation, that Matthew really wasn't paying any attention to his food or drink and was having this conversation with a woman who we didn't realize who it was until after we posted the photo. Um, and then she actually spoke out about that final meal, that final date uh, that Matt had uh, with, her name is Athena Crosby. She is a 25-year-old model and entertainment reporter here in town. Um, and this is what she had to say about that day. She said, I'm so devastated from his death, but felt it was in poor taste to talk about it publicly, as the attention should not be on me, but rather on him and his legacy. But indeed, we were friends, and I was one of the last people to speak to him and see him before he passed. I want to emphasize that Matthew was in extremely good spirits and talked to me enthusiastically about the things he had coming up in his life. He was so happy and vibrant. Please refrain from any speculation surrounding his death and know that the man was on a comeback and truly deserved more time on this earth. So we told you about um, the fact that he had already signed on to a movie um, in which he drama. was going to star. It was going to be a drama that he had several... Uh, TV projects, um, episodic projects for series, actually, um, that he was working on, and that aligns with everything yeah. that we were told. Yeah, and very good spirits, um, and it actually just adds to the tragedy really, yeah. of, of him being gone, as Athena said there. We actually spoke to her just kind of additionally, and she said he even he mentioned playing pickleball on Saturday and how excited he was for that. Now, of course, we know it was only a little time after he played pickleball when he went in the hot tub, and that's where he passed away. So just to kind of show, I mean, any speculation there may have been that, oh, maybe he, he took his life, maybe he was depressed, whatever. That That's just not. wasn't the case. You know, it just wasn't the case. This was clearly accidental or some sort of medical emergency um, because he was in good spirits, was happy to exercise, and kind of was looking forward to each day ahead of him. Now, another, speaking to the, the drug speculation right. about drug and an overdose, um, one of the tests that, uh, that the coroner's office does in cases like this is there's initial, an initial testing, um, a less in-depth test for things like fentanyl, um, because we've seen that so often in overdoses. Right. Uh, they did test for fentanyl. We know that they tested for meth as well, 
And, and it was negative. Negative. So that is not the situation here that we're dealing with. And so we told you as well that um, these toxicology tests, because there were prescription drugs there, we have no idea if he even had taken them. But this is something that the coroner always does, and it's why the cause of death was deferred, because they want to look at the toxicology reports, analyze them, and then depending on what they saw physically, they're going to see if there's any connection between anything in a system and what actually happened. But as you said, you know, meth, fentanyl, no. Uh, the toxicology report probably will take minimum six weeks. Um, and it could take you, longer. We were looking back at Lisa Marie Presley's case right. when she died. It, it took actually six or seven months before they came back. Months? Yes, months. Yeah, that's unusual. Before it came back. So. Unusual. Um, it usually takes six to 12 weeks, but that's seven months is really unusual. Yeah, apparently LA County Yeah, they're, they're super backed, backed up. up. Four to six months is what they're saying now. Yeah. I just have a feeling this is going to go faster. Um, and they do that sometimes. Sometimes they will. If if they can, I mean, it just sounds like the county is really backed up. Though we've seen other cases outside of LA where it does come back much faster, but LA County has uh, its own issues right now. Trinity Moses from Lambsburg, Kentucky, here to talk about the Matthew Perry autopsy. Um, I don't think that it was anything drug related um, as far as illegal substances. I think that he was really focused on his recovery, and I think that he had been playing pickleball two hours prior. He was just simply exhausted and decided to go relax in the jacuzzi, and it was just he went into a deep sleep, and it was an accident. And again, we, yeah. we don't know. The only thing we do know is no illegal drugs were found at the house. We know that we reported that yeah. when we did the story and broke it. Um, but there were some prescription drugs. And again, we have no idea whether they played any part. And that's why nobody's going to know until this toxicology comes By the out. way, I want to show you just a couple of photos here. Um, because Courtney Cox was actually out. And it was the first time that she'd been seen in public uh, since Matthew's death. She was a Nobu uh, with her boyfriend. Went to Nobu with her boyfriend. And um, I mean, you can tell she's been going through it. And we heard from the entire cast, obviously they are They're completely devastated, devastated yeah. and said that they just need more time before they speak out and say more. But obviously they're mourning his loss. So, yeah. Okay, we are going to move on. Yes, uh, moving on now to a, a little, there's always a Halloween controversy that comes. This Somebody happens. wears something that just people go, hmm. And in this year, it is Khloe Kardashian who is getting slammed for what has uh, been deemed by folks on the internet as blackfishing. Um, looking at her photos here with some friends, they dressed up as the Bratz dolls. Um, yeah, I had to look it up also, Harvey, <laughs> to know what no the Bratz idea. dolls the were. It's after our time. But um, <laughs> they felt, people saw the photos and felt like her skin is just, I was going to say a little bit darker, but... A lot a bit darker than it normally is. Well, see, that's what I'm wondering. It's because not quite. When I, when I, she, it's not blackface at all. Nobody's saying that. It, to me, it's bronzer. Yes. And and I and it's a I very don't know what generously the, applied bronzer. And people okay, feel I that it's stop being you. said. That's clearly not bronzer. It's all right. It's a spray tan. Here we go. Then. Yes. Well, well, hold on what? a second. Isn't spray tan and bronzer the same thing? It's the same no, thing. It's, it's just different it's how it's applied. I, nope. No, we are no. We're standing nope. on this. Bronzer's it, for contouring. Spray tan is to like make yourself darker. I, but I, I'm more confused I'm why Chloe. <laughs> of course you are. But I'm more confused, <laughs> confused why Chloe even did this because Kylie recently got in trouble for the exact same thing when her Bratz doll came out that she was also 
black fishing. So it's weird that Chloe would need to have this for her Halloween costume anyways. And plus she was the white one. So to make yourself that dark when you're being the white's brat doll is weird. Wait, is there a black brat doll? There is one. What, what color outfit does she wear? I do not know the brat stalls. That oh. I, mm. blue. I'm being told blue, Charles. You don't. You don't know the brat stalls if we don't know bronzer. No, but honestly, <laughs> the real person who should be upset here is Kim because Chloe's Halloween costume just looks like Kim's it share one like from Clueless. Get your own outfit, Chloe. It's the same well, yellow. Well, that's the, the problem you've got? Yes. She it's dyed her hair just same as outfit, blonde though. as Kim. It basically is. It's all the yellow. It's the plat. It's the it is blonde kind of, hair. It is kind no, of no, cool. no, I'm saying, but I'm saying yeah. it's not the actual same No, but look at that. That's Kim, Wait, that's Kim and, her, and, and North. That's Kim as uh, yeah. Alicia Silverstone. Now go back to Chloe. It has got the same kind of vibe. Yes. Guys, do I have to break down fashion for you? There's so many differences Dear between God, those outfits. Charles, do not break down fashion for anyone. <laughs> but I, wait a minute. I, I, on a serious note, I'm yeah. a little bit confused. About the because, black fish. Yeah, well, right, What's because, the point of it? Well, and when when do you cross that line? If, From I mean, you're allowed to put to blackface. Oh, right. I mean, no, 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 I get that. But, yeah. but when you put bronzer on, by definition, it makes your skin darker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but there's just a feeling as a woman where you know that you're changing your color too much. Like, you just know the line. You know that, like, you're getting too dark, that your skin's, like, or not starting to match, like, your neck. Or maybe you don't know the line, neck. and that's the problem. Well, someone should have knew the line. She has people, Charles. <laughs> Nicole from Tennessee here, and I completely agree that every year there's always some Halloween costume where we have to remind people that Halloween is for dressing as characters and not cultures. Now, as a semi-Bratz historian and former collector Ooh, myself, okay. there are four Bratz dolls and each of them are a different ethnic background. Now, Chloe, when I saw them, I was like, oh, Chloe is dressed as the Bratz character Chloe because Chloe is the white Bratz character with long blonde hair. But mm. if you scroll to the end of her Instagram post, you see that the reference photo is one that was drawn by artist Hayden Williams. And Chloe is actually dressed as the Hispanic Bratz character, Yasmin, oh. which I don't know if that's why so the makeup it, was as dark as it was. Is it brown fishing? Uh, sort of on, on that fine line. And if you look at the comments, like so many people were like, which one is Chloe? Who is, <laughs> which one is she supposed to be? I am so glad, I'm so glad that you, you skyped in. in. Skyped it, right. Really, because you- We've just learned so lot, much like about Like a Brad. lot. Way more than what Courtney, she Which, didn't know anything no, about don't, 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 don't what get mad no, 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 it's best. not. Oh my God. I had to pick. Why could I was, you not I wasn't just take a nice shot? moment? I was definitely going to take the <laughs> shot. It has been a long time since we have seen Celine Dion out and about, and even longer since we've seen her perform. Um, but in Las Vegas last night, something that I just, when we saw this this morning, we're like, this is wow. amazing because. Yeah. We know that uh, she was diagnosed with stiff person syndrome, and it is a horribly debilitating disease that she's dealing with. If you think about like when you get a cramp and your muscles tighten, think of muscles tightening horribly, Constantly. and it can last an hour, two hours, even longer without relief. I mean, just think about the pain you have when you get yeah. a cramp. That can last two hours for her, and so, so it's, it's a terrible thing. And so the sight of her in Las Vegas last night um, at a hockey match, uh, the, the Golden Knights in Vegas, the Stanley Cup champions, were playing uh, her hometown team, the Montreal Canadiens. And she actually went into the locker room to go meet uh, with the team, I believe this is the coach, 
and maybe the and team some president the, and, and some of the players some of the as players, well. Players, um, just it, amazing. Just, and and she looks looks and sounds great. <laughs> How are you? Nice to meet you. How are you? Nice to meet you. Just stay healthy, strong, healthy, nothing wrong. Do what you what you do best. One more. Sorry, I'll keep our Very nice to meet you. These guys, you can tell, like they're all in awe. Oh, they are. In awe. And, and, and I was going to say, and she looks absolutely amazing. I mean, just looking at her, we haven't seen her in three and a half years. She was there with her sons at the game. She decided to take photos with everyone in the locker room. She talked to the players. She met, you know, some of the people on the staff, uh, the coaches and things like that. So it, it's weird because we haven't seen her in three and a half years and hearing from this uh, very terrible disease that she does suffer from, you, you, you don't really see it when she's when she's out and about. Yeah, there's no, it, there's no cure for this and very little treatment. And I can hopefully they found something that is giving her longer periods of relief. I hope that she has more days like that than she doesn't. You know? Absolutely. Like, now, it, from what we'd heard, it sounded like it was the opposite. Well, I can tell you that it, it has been just terrible because we've been in touch with various people that were in her life and she, she basically put her entire staff on hiatus because she's not gonna be performing anytime in the, certainly yeah. in the near future and um, all of her people basically have been sidelined because she's been dealing with this. So yeah. to see her this way yeah. is really, really fantastic. And the other thing I want to say is she's got a big documentary coming out in her life. Yeah. And um, this makes me think this might be kind of a prelude to the documentary coming that out. Maybe so. we're going to be seeing more of her leading up to Yep. Hi, my name is Dana from Trent, New Jersey, and I want to comment on Celine. She looks absolutely amazing. She has a glow. She looks healthy. So whatever she's been doing for the three and a half years is definitely working. So it was nice to see her out and about with her sons, and I'm looking forward to her coming back to Vegas and taking a stage and doing something that she always loved to do. Hopefully that happens. Yeah. Hopefully that happens. Okay, we're going to move on. Yes, uh, to Ariana Grande out on Broadway. Um, and she was there for Ethan Slater, her new boyfriend. This is our great singer's block. Yeah, it really is. We got, you know, Celine and we got the new school and, uh, and Ariana. But she was on Broadway because Ethan Slater is uh, starring in a new play. They've, it's a revival of Spamalot. Oh, I thought, it was, uh, I thought it was for a margarine commercial. <laughs> Imperial margarine. Uh, yes, Ethan is in Spamalot and they had the first preview last night. So um, Ariana was there, and much the way when Taylor Swift goes to Chiefs games, she becomes the focus of uh, you know a lot of people in the stands. Um, Ariana ran into that last night when she walked out of the theater and ended up being swarmed by her fans, who I think had gotten word that she was going to be coming to this particular yeah. performance. Well, Again, if, if you not know it to the public yet, and, it's, and if you know Ethan's there, you think, okay, well, there's a good right, chance, right? right. And guys, we know, I mean, she looks very happy here. Obviously, she's overwhelmed by the fans. But we know from uh, sources connected to her that she's actually enjoying going out more and being around people. We didn't see that um, with her relationship with Dalton. So it almost appears that she's confirming to us that she's maybe a little bit more happy in this, in this new relationship with Ethan. Well, to be fair to Dalton, part of it was the pandemic. During the pandemic uh, and wouldn't have or couldn't have been in that situation. But, but I think it's to clear his that point, she's comfortable now with, there was a, a, 
period there where she and Ethan were sort of laying low. And there was and also there was also a period when they came out of the pandemic. I mean, they were, that was a pandemic relationship where they didn't have as much in common as they thought they did, mm -hmm. and their lives were just very different. Or Here, she and Ethan have a lot, a in lot common. in common, clearly. Right. Um, but it was interesting to see her just swarmed by so many fans. I think what she was saying there in the clip we played is that she was explaining why she wasn't stopping to sign every autograph. She just didn't want, you know, a, a stampede of people out there, which could have happened. Well, then don't wear a crown. <laughs> Good point. Good tip. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris Sumlin, and I just want to say that we have been talking about Ariana Grande's personal life too much. I need new music. I need that brown hair. I need another thank you next, another breathing. Ariana Grande, get back in the studio and stop going to New York and go into the studio. <laughs> well, she's allowed to live her life. When, uh, uh, when the strike is over and they finish Wicked, you'll probably get some music, right? I would think so. Well, you had to see this coming. Uh, the wild, wild west that was AI uh, has a new sheriff. His name is Joe Biden. Uh, Wait a minute, is that really him or is that AI? Yeah. <laughs> the president signed an executive order earlier this week. Uh, yeah, is it AI? I don't know. <laughs> hmm. I'm not gonna make any jokes. But this executive order basically puts uh, the tech companies on notice that you can no longer um, just do whatever you want when it comes to AI. There are certain tests that have to be run, and the, those results of the test have to be reported to the government. It's not spelled out this way, but it certainly sounds like, depending on what those test results are, the government may step in and have even more regulation. Um, and it, because, look, they gotta guard against cyber attacks. They gotta guard against people using AI to make weapons and things like that. Um, but does it go far enough? And what are the tech companies gonna say about it, all this? I feel like they probably want some regulation, but not too much. But um, this does not cover all that ground. It covers right. some cataclysmic issues. But there's a lot still out there's there. There's a lot still well, out there. Joining us now to talk about how the tech companies will respond to this, Marva Baylor is a tech executive and AI advisor. So she knows uh, what, she probably knows better than the president does what he signed probably uh, true. on Monday. So Marva Baylor, welcome to TMZ Live. Hey, Marva. Hello, good, good afternoon and good morning. Um, so this is an excellent executive order because tech is moving so fast and we already have regulations in place actually for the last 10 years, as you mentioned, for cybersecurity. And this specific executive order is building on one that was uh, written six years ago that actually predicted AI, 5G, and quantum computer. Hmm. So, so, yeah, so all three of those are, are big areas for us to keep a watch on. And AI has really accelerated. And so this is not only for the tech companies, but if you think about it, the government agencies themselves, they need focus and they need coordination. So that's what I'm also really um, intrigued with this order because it's giving direction to Department of Commerce, FBI, CISA, and all these other three and four letter agencies that some of us don't even know the names of. Well, so help us out here because this does this is not omnibus. It doesn't um, basically require every time a tech company makes any move, they have to approve it with the government. What is the expanse of this regulation? Um, it doesn't cover just day-to-day -day research and development. Um, can you kind of define what the parameters on this are? 
Yeah, so there's many, many aspects to this order. I mean, it's actually like even summarized, it's about 20 area, different areas that um, the industry is really highlighting. But the the couple ones that really stand out, the first one you, you did mention is the testing and testing and sharing of the results. So that already exists in principle for a lot of the different programs and systems, but now the general public's being made aware. So um, companies will have to have better policies in place so they can capture the data and have it in a format that is consistent so the government can understand the learnings. But companies are already exchanging data back and forth with, with government and each other anyways. But this gives a real strong format. So that's really what's clear. Since we are here in Hollywood, I want to ask the question because there's still an actor strike going on and the use of AI is one of the things that uh, they're taking issue with. Does this executive order in any way impact Hollywood and its use of AI? Good question. So in this executive order, it does have a provision around a watermark. Um, and, and that sounds interesting, but it doesn't exist yet. So again, uh, the companies are, are participating to try to figure out how they could put that watermark so people know it is a real image or not. Oh, but so what, like if it were an AI-generated image, there'd have to be some mark on it so that the consumer would know this isn't actually George Clooney, it's an AI, uh, you know, creation of George Clooney or simulation of George Clooney. Yes, that's correct. Um, there actually, it, there is a provision for the Department of Commerce to put a watermark. Now, does that stop all of this, you know, just using generated content that has not been approved by the, the um, actor and their um, staff? No, it does not, because we live in a meme culture. Yeah. People are used to making memes or photoshopping things and putting them around and making them be funny, but it's not funny when the actor or artist is not being compensated or it's not being used in a way that has the values of their brand. So that's where we really need to keep an eye out, and the watermarks aren't going to do anything for that. I, I got to tell you, that really scares me. Mm -hmm. If the government is starting to intercede, and because this should be worked out between the actors union to me the actors union in the, the studios, studios right. i don't want, i mean personally i don't want the government telling hollywood how to do this in any way well the one area where we we do appreciate our government actually um, because patent and trademark laws are different for multiple countries so it's 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 even different in the states so and we do have a very strong patent and trademark laws in the united states and actually as an actor and artist it actually is great because a performance, it could be their voice, it can be um, a saying they make. So we really um, have some strong laws. Our challenge is really finding the people that are using unauthorized con content. And that is really where the challenge is. So the, the law actually is helpful for the artist. If it's a copyright issue, I get it. If it's a regulatory issue and how it can be used, right. I think it's terrible. I mean, personally. The challenging thing is the fans don't know the difference. They don't know if it's a studio or if it's literally yeah. someone that was hired to to make uh, a, an ad for a dentist. I mean, they used Tom Hanks and it was an ad right. for a dentist. And I don't even think they knew they weren't supposed to do it. Marva, I, yeah. I'm going to leave you with this. We are working on something um, that you are going to see in the next couple of months. And it involves AI. And it is maybe, the, for me, it's one of the most fascinating things it I've ever really, worked on. Yeah. And so uh, to be continued, we're going to bring you back because we want to talk to you about it. Sounds great. Thanks for All having right. me. Really appreciate the time. Thank you. Thanks, Marva. That was interesting. That was really interesting. It is, it is going to get 
<laughs> more and more interesting every day. Because I, to her point, I don't even know how much the consumer cares whether it's the real thing they're seeing or not. I don't think they do yet, but I think, I think they should, but right now I don't think they do. Okay, we gotta take a break. All right, when we come back, Elon Musk, someone who's had a lot to say about AI, he's calling out his old buddy Mark Zuckerberg again. <laughs> Elon is not letting that- Oh, is he right here for a fight? Well, he says it's Mark's fault that the fight didn't happen. We already know Mark says it's Elon. You're gonna hear Musk's side when we come back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome back to TMZ Live. I don't think the Elon Musk, Mark Zuckerberg fight is completely dead. Oh, it's, please. I, I admit it's probably a... It's dead. Elon, Elon is never think going is, to fight him. So you think Elon is just talking smack for the sake of talking smack? He, 100%. Well, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and of course, the big fight that we all thought we were going to see and we all got excited for and then just completely fizzled. I got a toga for it. I, I got the t-shirt. You got a toga. Whoa, because of the Coliseum. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? So you're sitting on your living room couch with your toga on. Uh, but yes, you know, Mark Zuckerberg said, look, this thing is not going to happen because Elon is not serious about fighting. Well, Elon is telling a different story, not shockingly, I guess, um, when he was on Joe Rogan's podcast. Um, and he is blaming Mark completely for this fight dying. Italy actually was willing to let us use the Coliseum. So then I was like, well, let's can't turn that down, you know? Um, and then, um, but then, and then I was like, well, if it's gonna be in the Coliseum, we, you know, we're not, like, I like UFC and everything, but we, we don't have like tons of ads and, and UFC branding on the Coliseum because it's a historical, you know, play, it's a history, you know, it's a place right. of great history. You, you, you don't wanna right. just, uh, you know, have it be all like NASCAR. Right. Um, so, so then, um, and then Zuck, Zuck pulled out. He accused me of not, not, not being serious. And I said, look, listen, I, listen, at the end of the day, if I'll fight you any place, anywhere, under any rules. Yeah. <laughs> you think that's just that's a lot of talk? Not, I, I mean, I, he's I, said right there. for interpretation not, there. He said, not, not, any place, I know. anywhere, and he did any say, rules. He did say that at the beginning. I mean, we broke the story right. about this. And... He did say that. What we were told initially when we broke this story was that Elon did say that any place, anywhere, anytime, and that Mark was more particular about the rules and the regulations of it all. But then it shifted, and Elon started getting kind of janky when it came to committing. That's what we were told, Babcock, right? Right. It seemed like as the fight became more right. and more real right. and that there's a place, and let's nail, nail, that, nail down a time that Elon then wasn't as interested right. anymore for some reason. I mean, look. Do so you think it's, it's easy for him I to talk know. smack now well, well, because it, it's it's not why actually why? on the front? Yeah, I, I mean, maybe, Charles, but I, I, I just don't understand what the motivation is. Does he need more attention? I mean, nobody's talked about Nobody, no, he, Because I'm sure Joe Rogan asked him, you right. know, who, who, who pulled out of the fight? And neither one of these guys want to say they pulled out. But He's our, sitting there with his buddy, Joe. He's not going to 
do anything other than talk smack when he's sitting there with his buddy. Mark, Mark, Mark Zuckerberg wants to fight in an octagon. We know that, right? Yes, fact. Fact. So... Get in an octagon and fight. Uh, that may happen. Why does it? Oh, it wait it, a second. It, Hold on. When we started this, you said not no with, right, way, it's but not happen. necessarily with Elon. Well, we know that Mark is going to fight somebody. Somebody. But, uh, but can I just? I want to air a grievance right now. Yeah, there we go. So we break the story and we say that it's going to be that. Yes, that, I that, am that, with that, you on this grievance. Or air yes. this grievance. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I know so, what you're going to say. All right. So you know, we say that the, they they've been in touch with the people, the, the, minister, minister, the minister of of culture in Italy. Italy comes out and says. Like immediately, TMZ doesn't know what they're talking about. They're wrong. We would never do anything like that. And we knew that the minister of culture had contacted Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg forwarded over to Dana White, who runs the UFC. And now it's coming out that they were well, all Elon in. is making it sound like he went around Dana and Mark. Well, and he did he, a little bit. He did a little and bit. And that he had a conversation. He did a little him. bit. But they were always talking. And they had... We even had Dana on not too long ago. Where Listen, Dana? No. If you want to call out Italy, that's fine. I love I, Italy. I enjoy their food too much, so you're on your own on that. I, no, I just the minister <laughs> of culture. I mean, we got an issue. We'll we'll break bread somewhere next yeah. time I'm there. Mm, bread. Hi, my name is Nick, calling from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. My honest opinion: I don't think they're actually going to fight. I think they're just talking a lot of smack and uh, just trying to get a lot of attention. But I don't think this is actually going to happen. So it's a lot of talk from yeah. two billion. But uh, nothing's gonna go down. Nick, can I just say something? Too bad. I, 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 I am, I am like, this is kind of my my thing right now. Um, that's a great beard. I knew you were gonna say no. That his is just beard. a great beard. I knew you were gonna. It really is. I'm letting it grow out, but I was actually trying to shave it down. But I've actually have no time to get rid of it. But no, no, no. Don't do not shave it. It looks great. I'm serious. It's particularly good beard. Every face is like you're shopping. You're like, oh, that's. <laughs> That's interesting. I could maybe do some of that. Yeah. Okay, uh, we're gonna move on. Yes, uh, to a. I, I think Diddy wins Halloween this year. Yeah. Because what he did as Batman um, is incredible. Not only did obviously as the costume, you'd expect his costume to be on point, but to have a Batmobile. Where did he get that? I, I have no idea what prop story. I don't know where you from. buy that from. <laughs> um, but he had a Batmobile, and not only that. He's out in Hollywood showing that off. But he put together, really, he shot a Batman film. And this is all, by the way, in on the heels of him saying that Warner Brothers was really ticked off last year when he was the Joker. And they felt, he says, that they felt like he was uh, infringing on their copyright. I don't know how much... It's pretty good. It is really good, but I don't. It's a Halloween costume. That's not infringing on a copyright. I, I, I may have been just Diddy was telling a story. In any event, he if they really were upset, they're really going to be even more upset with what he did with Batman and this film that he put together, where the plot line is Batman is saving Hollywood <laughs> from the strike. Watch what happens when he ends up in the office of a an unnamed studio exec. Whoa! 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 Okay! 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 Uh, oh, the the strike is over. All right, the strike is over. Okay, I said it. They say you either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Strike is over, baby. We did it. 
Well. That production is insane. <laughs> but I actually was told that uh, he did actually get the Batmobile. Apparently, that Batmobile is from one of the movies. I'm not sure which one, yeah. but it was probably super expensive to rent. And I think to explain the copyright thing, uh, Tawanda brought up this morning that he was using the costume to promote like his different alcohol brands. Like he was oh, wearing the Joker oh, costume. That's why so that's that. probably why they sent the cease and desist. So that kind of explains By the way, just to be clear, the strike is not over. Strike is not over. Just, and and now, what happened to SAG saying they didn't want people? Nobody they, listened because it was just pushing too far. A, a lot of the right. stars they, just they did. Told they weren't. Yeah, SAG didn't want them on, to use guys, really. uh, movie characters. As but the, um, the damn thing ran out of gas. <laughs> yes, it ran out of gas on, Holly, on, on Sunset How does the Batmobile run out of gas? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure insane. the mileage is not very good on that. Hey, this is Danny from Buffalo. Go Bills. Um, I just watched the video on Instagram, and this is the celebrity content I'm here for. I love when an entertainer uses their resources to go all out for Halloween. He's giving Heidi Klum a run for her money. He wins this. I mean, it's just, that's amazing. He shot a film. I know, he shot a film. Uh, Warner Brothers is going to be pleased with that. Mm, uh, no, <laughs> I'm going to venture a guess that wherever you are, in the world, watching this, you have heard Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas at least once today and probably multiple times. It is officially, I'll say it's Mariah season. I'm not going to say it's Christmas season just yet out of respect to Thanksgiving. But November 1st but is the day. But she does this now every year. As soon as it's November 1st, in fact, I saw it last night. As soon as it was midnight on the East Coast, she posted this to announce to the world it's her time. I saw you start to bounce. I saw you. I saw the corner of my eye. You started to bounce a little I bit. And you kinda I kind of love this. She makes it different every year, and so that was the production this time. But this year, she's doing something. Obviously, you're going to hear the song everywhere, but she's actually doing a tour uh, to go along with all the Which excitement. Which is going Christmas to music sell tour. out. Like yes, crazy. it is gonna be everywhere. This is probably the smartest thing she honestly could do yeah. because we all love like to look forward to November 1st because we know that we're gonna get the it's time memes, it's time videos, <laughs> the song's gonna drop. I've already ordered my Christmas ornaments because I knew the time was coming. Wait, but no, you this order, is probably- Whoa, 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 you order Christmas ornaments yes, every yes, year? I've like new ones? Every single year, I do a new theme every single year. This year, I'm gonna do black, gold, and white wow. for Colorado, Bougie. but yeah. Everything's wow. ordered, ready to go. <laughs> but no, this was probably literally the best thing Mariah Carey could have done because she's known as the queen of Christmas. So why not do something for all the people that love her around this time? What is interesting about this to me is that Taylor Swift is coming out with a Christmas album. And so- Sorry, Taylor. I this know. is the one L she's gonna take. It's true. And um, Eric in our office, who is the music savant, um, he said, no way. He said, she is not going to top Mariah Carey on that this. song is too ingrained yep. in Americana it, now. It's just not going to happen. I don't think people to... are checking for Taylor Swift to sing their, their Christmas carols. Uh, listen, she's known for the love songs. Like, I'm not, the Christmas I mean, we'll carols. See. I'm not denying the power of the Swifties, and I'm sure it will be a big hit, but it's not going to be what It's that not going to top is. Mariah Carey. And, Can't. you know, with all of the heat that Taylor Swift has, there's, and by the way, what a great gig that Mariah Carey 
works November and December. <laughs> she works, and she doesn't have to do anything and else. makes a, a ton of money. money. Just a ton of money. It's just the greatest gig. Good for her. By the way, that tour um, is going to be going lots of different cities. Um, one of them is actually here in uh, the Hollywood Bowl. Okay. She's playing at the Hollywood Bowl yep. in LA. Hollywood Bowl, and that's uh, going to be amazing. That's going to be amazing. Yep. Hey, I'm Matt in Austin, Texas. I got to say, I listened to that song in July. That's not like a shtick. I love that song way more than a 45 year old man should. And just <laughs> watching that right now, when she came out, the little promo she did, I screamed. And like squeal like a, like a little girl. My girlfriend was right there. She saw it. I love that song. Like Bing Crosby, Mariah Carey. It's not an overstatement. It's like legitimately one of the most iconic Christmas songs there is. And good for her. People will know that song a hundred years from now. Oh yeah. By the way, one of the other places that Mariah's tour is going to be stopping is Yamava. Uh, it is a the casino Yamava Resort and Casino here in Southern California. And aren't you in luck that this week in our TMZ's High Roller Sweepstakes, you could win an incredible trip to Yamaval Resort and Casino. It is the largest casino on the West Coast. You should go check it out. They've already gotten plenty of my money. The prize pack I that- I did not perform there. <laughs> you did not perform there, okay. no. But maybe they'll, maybe they'll book you. Uh, <laughs> you could, the prize pack that we are offering the sweepstakes includes round trip airfare, a limo ride from the airport to your own luxury suite, Two tickets to Yamava Theater, and they have, like I said, people like Mariah Carey, Tiffany Haddish, yeah, they're no, it's, big names. It's great. You get $500 for the award-winning spa, $1,000. $1,000 free play for the casino. I could, I could lose that in I can't four minutes. Uh, $500 <laughs> for their award-winning Pines Modern Steakhouse. So uh, it is an incredible It's really a great package. package. All you have to do is just watch TMZ Live and, or TMZ and TV. Right, and, and look for the uh, word of the day. We put a word up every day. And then once you see that word, you go to TMZSweepstakes.com, enter the word, and then you are entered for your chance to win the prize This package. is a great package. This is a yes. great prize. Welcome back. Uh, Harvey's still humming Mariah Carey songs. No, I was um, actually doing Brenda Lee's song. Oh, that was Brenda Lee? Yeah. I can't tell the difference. You should work on your humming. It's really not very good. Uh, anyway, French Montana might want to reconsider the fact he named his record label Coke Boys, which is fine. But when you go to Columbia... Not in Columbia. <laughs> if you go to Columbia and then you're trying to fly out on your private jet, you might get stopped by the police and the drug dogs. Columbia, I love y'all. But y'all ain't have to do me like this. Look, if anyone invited this more than French Montana, who's also his name is a reference to Tony Montana, right. the biggest uh, cocaine trafficker in movie history. So <laughs> he invited this. I think it actually gives him some credibility. It makes him feel cool to get the drug dog sniffing as long as they didn't There's find anything there. to leave. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. No, 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 no. It makes for a nice little video Can because you say, didn't get arrested. I, I, look, I'm not into all these conspiracy theories, but they were petting, there was a point that, where they're petting the dog, the drug sniffing dog. dog. And it's like, were these guys kind of starstruck? I mean, look at that picture. 
Who does that? Hi, my name is Imani McGill. I'm from Fort Wayne, Indiana. In response to the French Montana situation, I feel like this whole thing is a complete misunderstanding. I know rappers use gimmicks and riddles in their raps and also use wordplay when trying to name their labels. And so with French Montana naming his label Coke Boys, I can see how that can strike an eye to the Colombian police. And so with him still posting on Instagram that he needs bail after being released from Colombia, <laughs> I feel like he's just trying to have some fun with his fan base. What he needs to do is just yeah. like paint a big soda on the plane. So well, then it, no, it's a different. Really, and then he's going to have Coca-Cola crawling up his well, That's true. Yeah. Okay, what else you guys want to talk about? Hey, everyone. It's Taj out in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I'm just talking about Matthew Perry and his tragic passing. I think it's super, super sad that at a young age he passed away under very suspicious circumstances. Uh, you know, I'm glad that, you know, everyone has always been a big supporter of Matthew Perry. I think he's a, an amazing actor. Um, but we just, you know, hate that this happened. A lot's been going on in Hollywood. So, you know, sad, sad day for that. I got to say, Taj, the only, and I, I understand what you, how, the sentiment there. It's the only thing, suspicious. I wouldn't say suspicious. No. I'd say mysterious because we don't know what happened when he got in the hot tub at this point, but I wouldn't say suspicious. It's not suspicious. More, in fact, suspicious suggests foul play. Right. There was no foul but play. But it is a mystery. They ruled that out immediately. It's a mystery until the coroner comes out with a cause of death. All right, Diddy takes the prize for best production of his overall Halloween presentation. I would agree with that. But I think Don Lemon wins for the actual costume. And I'm going to agree with that. Don and his fiance Tim. Um, that is Amazing. Or Biden. Come <laughs> and on, Harris. That is amazing. <laughs> uh, I just. I love I it. I have to know, Don, who did his makeup? I mean, that is just. That is nuts. And and I gotta say, Tim too. <laughs> Tim's good yeah, too. Tim looks great. They they win costume, man. I mean, that is really remarkable. They did. Wait, Don Lemon is having last year. He's having more fun having it, left CNN certainly than when he was there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's just kicking it. Honestly, that Doing is... his podcast, and he's, yeah, that's having fun. That is awesome. Okay, everybody, um, hope you have a good Halloween recovery. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>